Many of our memories are associated with the songs we listened to at that time. Avril Lavigne and Marina and the Diamonds in our teens, Katy Perry in the 2010s, and Olivia Rodrigo in the present. In this episode, people musician Gabriel Ho breaks down why he thinks music can serve its purpose best if there is a community involved. The purpose is to bring people together. Why play music if you can't share it? Could you just give us like a like a brief introduction of yourself and also like the places you play um, and what you do generally? Mm, sure. Um, so I'm Gabriel Ho. I'm a freelancer musician and I guess I've played in most major performing venues in Singapore. Uh, fortunately, of course. Um, also playing all different kinds of music and. I think that's kind of what I want to go towards as uh, personally, yeah. Um, like all kinds of styles of music, classical, pop, jazz, crossover, fusion, all, all sorts. Uh. Yeah, and yeah, I guess um, free, freelancer musician and being able to connect with people through music, I think that's something which I find most fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, being able to connect with people. And that's the reason why I also came up with this term for myself, um, the people musician, to as a serving as a daily reminder that you know you're you are a musician in the community and you have like this um like role to play to actually bring people together through mm. music. Yeah. Do you think that this term, the people musician, is something um that is embodied by many musicians, or do you feel like musicians usually want to play for themselves? I think it's kind of a mix. I mm. think it really depends on the individual. Yeah, some people they they really just play music so for to satisfy their own soul. Mm. I mean that's also, yeah. that's also just as important. Yeah. Um, but there are also some where they also really just do it for the people and, mm. and stuff. Yeah, but maybe, I mean, this is all just based on my own pe- own own opinion, of course. But um, yeah, I feel like. Music is, it's very hard for music to function and uh, carry out its purpose if you don't actually have that element of community. Yeah, it's like what for you play music if you don't actually share it with people. Mm. Yeah, um, or make it available for people. I mean, not not trying to impose on anybody to listen to <laughs> my music. But like, yeah, but like I think it's just more of like, is is there so that um there'll be the opportunity and the platform for people to actually just come together to, yeah, just be there for each other. And yeah, I think that's just a very, very nice feeling. Mm. So yeah. the sharing with people make it something that's like more fulfilling for you? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's an element of storytelling? Like what do you feel like you're sharing when you're playing your music? Oh, I think that really depends on the music that I'm playing. Mm. Mm. Like, if it was, say, a classical um, classical music, then I think more often than not, um, I'm always like, actually just kind of thinking of the emotions that I feel when I play this or I'll find certain code words that best summarizes like each piece that I play and then I just use that feeling to actually play it out. Um, yeah, and then... Uh, hopefully, if they are kind of able to feel the 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 way that I'm a- I'm actually portraying that music out, mm. they are, they are actually able to 
use that as a a way to release. Yeah. I mean, I think in my one of my previous concerts, I actually just mentioned to the audience that, you know, music is good in two ways. Like uh you have the the very like the good like you can actually indulge in like the happy feelings and everything, which is nice. Um but on the other hand, the other end of the spectrum, you know, it's also good to be able to reach out to the, the darker places where, um, you know, it is not often thread, threaded and to actually just use music to actually release that. Because I think, especially now in such um, trapped uh, times, um, yeah. there, there will be more of these suppressed feelings. Yeah, I think it's also necessary to find these avenues to just let go. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think that's why also people like listen to sad songs when they're yeah. feeling sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's something like that. Exactly. Just like make themselves cry and release all those emotions. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of yeah. funny how music is very um, intangible. You know, you can't really describe how it affects you, but it affects people so much. Correct, yeah. yeah. So that's really nice. <laughs> it is, it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, would you consider yourself a successful musician at this point? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not sure if, I, I, I'm not sure if, if anyone will ever say yes. I mean... I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I mean, would any anyone or even any performing artist be actually ha- be able to say yes? Because like, it's like an ongoing process. Like yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not sure about the rest, but like for me, it's like an ongoing process. I guess you could say yes, but like not fully because mm. uh, there's always room for improvement and things you can always do to improve and yeah. reach out and stuff like that but yeah I guess to some some extent yes I think it's it's been a, fortunately a success with with the help of um, friends and family loved yeah. ones of course um, support is really really important um, but yeah I mean being able to like play in in many, many major performing venues in Singapore, um, being able to play the music that I feel most fulfilling, uh, playing with people that I, I, I find you know, a lot of uh, joy and satisfaction playing with. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there has been really some good moments lah, in, in the career so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Oh, no, 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 thank you. I mean, congratulations, congratulations to you both too for being setting up this, this wonderful platform for the sharing of ideas and this cause and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah but I, I don't know. I, I, I do feel like sometimes we have to congr- congratulate people because it's almost like we don't appreciate how far we've gone so far. Okay, so, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, but going back to how you've been working with people. So mm. I saw that you, you work with many, many kinds of people. So yes. um, different people in orchestra, mm-hmm. so like other musicians. What was what is that experience like so far? Do you enjoy working with people? Most definitely. Um I would say more so than solo. Mm. Yeah. Whenever there's an element of an, another person uh, in this like when when you're making music mm. yeah you're actually kind of like having that person's personality uh, into into the the whole music making process and mm. that uh, may make it more challenging <laughs> but uh, at, no at the same time it actually makes it more interesting so because each 
each person has their own personality and when you're actually just kind of figuring things out on how to make things work and kind of really uh, come up with this beautiful piece of music. Yeah, I think that's that's really very satisfying. Like, um, to actually come together to to produce something that's bigger than than the performers. I mm. think that that's something that I really yeah find very fulfilling. Mm. Yeah, I think one of the example is like um. Yeah, I think I can say this now already. But uh, re- recently, <laughs> recently, not say recently, uh, but last year already. Oh, it's been last year. Um. Just towards the end of Circuit Breaker, uh, MediaCorps released this like We Will Get There uh, music video, which uh, featured like Singapore Symphony Orchestra mm-hmm. and the, the choruses. Um, yeah, so I was actually involved in that, mm-hmm. um, helping to arrange for that whole big group. I think that's probably the biggest group I ever arranged music for. Wow. So it was like... Um, a string quartet, a fe- featuring a string quartet from SSO, uh, the children's choir, youth choir, chorus, and the adults chorus, along with some solo solo singers, now. yeah, and um, backed by two pianos, uh, for the 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 arrangement. So that was really something, and then, I mean, if only the arranger was involved in this. <laughs> the rest wouldn't have been possible without like all the recording en- engineers, the the people that took the videos, each and everyone who who sang that and actually recorded themselves, followed all the the video uh, criteria, blah blah blah, and all those stuff. Yeah, and seeing all these things put together, and then even the people, I guess from the, I don't know, the government side or like media corp side, just kind of putting things together, uh, scheduling all the times to, to release and, and stuff like that. Mm. And actually viewing that on TV is like, mm. wow, I really teared. Lah. Like, it, it, it was, it's just like, it, it's just amazing how, what hum, like humans can actually yeah. uh, create when you actually come together and really just, yeah. Create something. Yeah, yeah. create something. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just really, really amazing. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's things like that that just kind of pushes me forward to, to want to reach out to more people, to, to have more opportunities to just interact with people and just, mm. yeah, just create something. I think that's, that's really beautiful, yeah. Mm. Um, how do you get these opportunities? Do people reach out to you? I think with music or I guess... In the arts, like, I suppose it's, I believe it's still pretty heavily reliant on like word of mouth and recommendations and stuff. So, mm. the initial bit will be tough, um, if you're gonna start out as, uh, someone in the arts industry, mm. um, but uh, yeah, I think most of it has been recommendations for me. Mm. Yeah. Maybe you could like tell us a bit more about like starting out and like the difficulties and all that. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's really like when you're starting out. I think this was probably sometime in poly. Yeah, I was I was actually I actually went to Singapore Poly, uh, to take this course, which is now like, uh, history, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I'm not sure if you if you've seen or or heard of. So this course that I actually took, Diploma in Music Audio Technology, is uh, kind of like dissolved with many other courses. 
uh, to form this new school called uh, MED for short, like Media Arts and Design. Yeah, so... Yeah, but uh, anyway, so uh, coming back to it, yeah, that was kind of when I started to try and do things. Lah. Like just, I mean, just, you know, taking the classes and everything. But um, I guess just being, just kind of putting your mind into things and just doing the things and kind of doing them well would actually kind of... Uh, get people to notice you yeah i mean of course there'll be elements of you no know, you putting the work to kind of promote yourself and, and and stuff like that but um but for for that to happen the content has to be good too right so mm. yeah so a lot of um effort has been to really just do a good job in school um yeah create a good impression among friends because the people that you're actually learning you, uh, your classes with and uh, actually doing assignments for for the teachers are basically some of the people that you may actually potentially work with in the future so yeah, yeah. so I just did my best and the first big break that came was actually when uh, my lecturer was actually freelancing in SSO as well and then um, playing the concert with the Singapore Symphony Children's Choir mm-hmm. yeah so and then the admin person from the the SSCC for short, uh, was knew that my lecturer uh, was actually teaching in Singapore Poly. So it's like, oh, you're actually currently looking for a pianist. Wow. Yeah, so basically just that. And then recommendation, uh, very, very, also very thankful to, to him too, uh, to my lecturer for recommending me. And then, mm. yeah, and then that was the very, very first big break. Um, and start, things started to open from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it all just takes that one like spark. Right? And then, yeah. Are so. there people like, you know, who maybe had like a longer journey, I suppose? Like maybe it was harder for them to to get a big break and like move into the scene. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think more so of, for my juniors, I think. Mm. Yeah. Like, because... Interestingly enough, some juniors were actually... I, I wouldn't have expected it. That's why I think it's interesting. Like, I wouldn't have expected to receive such quest- such questions mm. from my juniors. But like, you actually asked me, like, oh, so how do you actually uh, get all these opportunities? Like, how you're asking me, I'm like... Uh, I mean, I guess fortunately, I have been able to, like, uh, get recommendations and stuff. Lah, but, mm. like, to actually just find opportunities for yourself, then... Yeah, I, I think it really just comes down to like, um, or maybe it's different nowadays. Maybe that's, that's just crazy. Like, I think with the times of my juniors or so, because mm. there's so much more competition, there's so much things more you need to do, like uh, putting yourself out there on social media, mm. even more nowadays. I guess your own website, everything, just be, just having more and more avenues so that people will get to know you and know yeah. who you are. Yeah, and but at the same time also, honing your craft and kind of really just really just just investing in yourself um, practicing yeah. so that when that opportunity comes knocking you're ready I think yeah. that's that's yeah sometimes you wouldn't know when this thing will come yeah, yeah. so 
Just, just got to be ready. Ju- yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, The idea that um, you just have to be ready for whatever comes. Yeah, And exactly. then like you have to spend your time and energy just preparing yourself for when the opportunity comes. Mm. Yeah, so um, I guess as a musician, you sort of have to do it that way because you're not exactly sure when the big break is going to come, right? Yeah, and yep. then a lot of times it's just preparation for when that comes. How do you actively promote yourself now? Do you do you market yourself online? Mm, market, yeah, probably. I mean, that's pretty much the the widest and furthest like you could ever reach to people. I mean, without all the Facebook ads that you if you're gonna pay for it and stuff <laughs> now, but so I mean, so far I haven't even done any. Uh, but I save some money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but mm, yeah, I also feel that. You know, if you if you do if you do well and you excel in what you do, um, people would notice, and they if they wanted, they would share it. Like, I think mm. that that's that's how I think of it, lah. So I mean, of course, when it comes to com- your your own company, you set up, and you want to promote stuff, then, then of course, sure, I mean, pay for ads and whatnot. But yeah, I I wouldn't say I'm like the best at marketing. I feel I think everything's just been like, what can I do? To put myself out there, okay, I'll just do it. Like, mm. okay, this picture probably looks nice, or this, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like I, I really, no, I didn't, I haven't taken any like marketing courses mm. or anything like that. So, um, like I don't know, like so whatever um, video looks nice, or if I maybe just posted more frequently just before the event, um, then more people start to notice. Mm. Uh, maybe. Maybe find out like when would be the best time to post like an Insta story or post and stuff like that. I I guess that was just what I was thinking of like, when I was marketing myself and yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm just also surprised like wow, you market like friends will tell me like how do you do it like how how do you market yourself so well? like, like that uh, uh, like, like that long. like I, I don't know how else like I I somehow feel like even. Even not just marketing, but generally when when you when you want to do something, you when you put your mind to it, yeah, it just happens. Yeah, like yeah, things would just you you would you would kind of like know what to do somehow subconsciously to be able to reach out to do things, uh, learn the things that you need to learn and just mm. do it. Like yeah, mm. I think. I think that's that's how I guess the human mind works. It's just so yeah, powerful. Like I agree. Yeah. Mm. I guess that's how we're able to survive as a race for like so long and like be such an annoyance we'll be to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. um, and then going into your hard work, um, mm. do you think you can describe a little bit about how much time is needed to to hone your craft? Yeah, because mm. I think uh, often how much work is involved is overlooked. Yes. You're right. Yeah. I think that what best sums up that uh, is this Chinese saying, mm. like, Tai Shang Shi Fen Zhong Tai Xia Shi Nian Gong means like um, 10 minutes on stage, but like 10 years of work downstage. Mm. Yeah, so um, definitely, I think a lot of it goes unnoticed. And, but maybe it's a good thing too, because like that gives you the the space to just reflect and no, think of how you can actually just get better. Mm. Yeah. Um, what were the hours like? Do you do you practice after school every weekend? 
I think it really depends on the event. I, okay, mm. I think this is just based solely based on what, how I feel mm. um, or how much practice they sh- it should be put in. Uh, because I know there are some people who will be like, who may function better when they just lock themselves in the, mm. in the four walls and just like meditate. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, or like, like practice basically anything. Uh, like, or anything, whatever your, uh, your performing arts is. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and through that, just kind of really blossoming. But mm. for me, I, no, I don't think that works for me. But more of like uh, knowing what is at hand, mm. knowing what your goal is, I think that's really, really important. Mm-hmm. Like say, for example, um, getting ready an hour of Beethoven repertoire memorized. So what do you... So you have that goal first because mm. that's really important. And then from there, then you just kind of work backwards. Like, okay, so how much time do you need at this point currently with all your skills that you have now, uh, how much time do you need? Mm. So, and then you just kind of work it from there. Lah. So, say for example, take for example for that one. Um, and also deadlines too. Yeah. So like, for example, let's say if you have a week to prepare, um, then you would need to think, okay, do I have other things and stuff like that? Okay, if... How much time do I have actually for practice? Mm. And then I think for this for that one, I think I spent about three three plus hours, three to four hours, uh, of really just kind of practicing, running through, memorizing music and everything. Mm. Yeah, but sometimes it might you know just be two, it might be just one. Like it really depends, because. I feel the, the duration of practice and how much time is put in does not really matter as much as um, as much as uh, smart and efficient practice. Like you're actually putting your mind into and being conscious of what you're actually practicing at that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like if you are actually consciously doing that uh, at every moment when you are practicing and investing your time in yourself to kind of get better. I, I don't know who can last eight hours like <laughs> how, some people can I guess. I, I don't, yeah, I, I really just really just respect them. Like mm-hmm. like like if they were really, really able to do that, wow. I mean just you can really achieve a lot of things if you really do that. Yeah. But for me I, I don't know, that's not my working style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think practice with intention. Uh, yeah, I think and maybe averaging on maybe one to three hours a day mm-hmm. depending on what is needed and yeah mm-hmm. I suppose mm. it sounds like yeah quite um, in some sense strategic in, in how you want to practice more things so Great, yeah. you always have a goal and then like you, you consider every other thing other, other factors that might affect your practicing hours yeah. um, how has training for um these performances prepped you for other parts of your life. So it sounds like it involves a lot of like discipline, management. Has it influenced how you you lead life? Definitely, definitely. I would say, um, I mean, I have not been involved in other performing arts to say, to generalize things, but at least for music-wise, there are a lot of, uh, how should you say, skills that actually is interdisciplinary like you actually can take them and, mm. and, and and apply them in life like as how you mentioned 
like um like how we ju- were just talking about practice and and kind of planning out yeah i mean in the, i think just as as much as in life you it will be great if you can set uh certain goals for yourself so you kind of know where you're working towards and yeah. subconsciously subconsciously your mind will also kind of like like do whatever it can to reach there too yeah. um yeah now i'm just recalling that that the law of attraction thing that we were talking about the <laughs> yeah, other day yeah. but uh, there's I, I mean i don't really know if it really is the case but mm-hmm. i think there is some truth to it la. like yeah. i think there's there's some sort of like yeah thing that that goes on when you know you really just have that focused in your mind mm-hmm. um you will do certain things which only after a while it's like oh actually i'm kind of hitting there and right. if you, when you look back it's like oh actually yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and it's really, really important la, i think to to really have that goal in mind but yeah i mean other things in in life that that can be applicable actually everything everything like mm-hmm. yeah um being able to have the discipline to actually sit through your practice and really practice with intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that really kind of trains you to to really focus um, in your other, de- I guess, daily tasks and mm-hmm. activities. And yeah, I think even, even in music itself, when you're actually playing music, mm-hmm. I feel like um yeah you because of the the sheer amount of things that you actually have to think about and 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 do while playing music yeah multitasking is definitely something that comes out of it like mm-hmm. yeah um just just being able to think of for in in music you'll be like oh um this part I need to maybe go louder here and then at the same time these notes have to be slightly more articulated and this one's like smoother or like um, certain performance directions that the composer actually has written there so how are you going to actually bring that out Mm. Um, is the melody more important than which lines do you want to bring out at that point Um, the harmony um, how does the harmony make you feel what was the function of that harmony at that point and and these are just a, a fraction of the things that that you could actually be thinking about at this moment of music when you're playing so i think that kind of also kind of translates in, into life where <clears throat> i don't know you may be doing one one thing but you also actually kind of have to think of other factors to kind of work things out and get that done mm. so yeah i think that's also one main thing and many others too yeah so if you like look back now when you were much younger and then you look at yourself now would you say that you can like clearly see the difference like oh like I can multitask better I have more discipline all those stuff or was it something that maybe like you always had in you I wouldn't say I have ever had it actually (laughs) 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 I mean it's not very pessimistic but I mean Okay, def- I've got to give credit. Like, yes, definitely it has it has been a lot better. Yeah. Um, but I guess as you grow older and the more things you know, 
then the more things you you know that you can actually improve into. Mm. So I, if I really, if you really ask, like my like to ask myself if if I'm actually really getting better at this. I really say for sure. <laughs> I have progressed for sure. That that's definitely yeah. something. But yeah, as with management, um, skills and multitasking and stuff, I guess it's always just a ongoing process. Uh. Mm. Yeah. But at least you're acknowledging that, like you know, there has <laughs> yeah. been progress. Yes. I think that's pretty important. Congratulations. As well, you know, like yeah, we yeah. cannot take compliments. We're just so bad at it. So we're just telling each other that when people give uh-huh. us compliments, we need to just say thank, thank you. you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, if not, we'll be like, yeah, yeah, are you sure? So sure. All that voices just get out. Yeah. Like, thank you. Accept the compliment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what about your support system? I know, like, um, you've had very, very good friends, very, very good family. Um, how has that been? For you, were they always the ones who were your cheerleaders since you were young? Very, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, just very fortunate to have, uh, firstly, my family um, being there for me. Um, music is definitely not something that you would spend like maybe just a f- couple of dollars to 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 raise someone to to be in the industry. So. Um, and not like it's been very easy for my parents too. So I really am very thankful for for them to actually kind of um, support me through to the point that I'm able to kind of sustain on my own. Uh. Yeah, because <clears throat> yeah, there has been many other times where I've heard of friends that want to actually make it as a musician or actually any other profession for the matter. Um, but not having that support system, not not just monetarily, you know, like just just having that um, mental, psychological uh, support. Yeah, and then because of that, they just did something else and, and I guess not as, as happy as if they were actually able to do the things they want to do. La. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just very appreciative. Um, and friends too. Yeah, and friends. I mean, I wouldn't say I was like the the most extroverted, even even now actually. Um, I think this all kind of like opened up because of the nature of the job, and then you just I guess learn on the job. Mm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, friends definitely. I mean, even though I may not be as close to them, but like whenever, whenever like, uh, I play music or like, um, perform and stuff like that, you'd be like, oh, this no, this is something really, you you really got something. You no, know, just just gotta keep going at it. Yeah, and like, um, yeah. I mean. All, all these words of affirmation, like, you know, it's like, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 may, it may just be like, just that one word that you give, but no, to yeah. someone else receiving, it may actually just be that, that driving force to actually just continue and keep going. Yeah. yeah. So, I think we see that more and more nowadays, um, especially with the whole mental and psychological thing. Like, yeah, 
just more and more people now kind of like realizing that this is actually a, a problem. I think also in Singapore where it's so stressful. <laughs> but like, yeah, uh, just realizing more and more that you just need to be there for the person uh, to kind of give them the support they need mentally yeah, and psychologically. Yeah, because you never know what that person is going through at that yeah. point. Um, and you know, sometimes it might be just too late. Yeah. So that's why that's why with any opportunity possible, I'll just tell people to like, you know, whenever possible, if it's of course only of course if it's within your means to not just monetarily, but just even with your time. Mm-hmm. Um if you know of people around you that needs help, uh or just needs a company, you know, just 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 be there for the person, yeah. I think that really will help uh, make this this world a better place, like, mm-hmm. bit by bit, yeah. Do you feel like you've been given that? Um, that's why you want to offer this to people? Yes, I, w- I would think so, yeah. Mm. Mm, I would think it's like a, it's like a, what do you call this? Mm. Cycle. cycle like a cycle yeah what was that no no <laughs> <laughs> what no but continue continue oh, okay <clears throat> big charades no <laughs> it's like what is <laughs> yes <laughs> it's like this cycle it's like when when you yourself have intentions of wanting to help others um, people will feel it too mm-hmm. and when they receive it then you know then they will also like I mean not not I'm not also kind of imposing people to actually just uh, pay for anything. Only if they, if they feel that, if they want to do it, of course. Yeah, but yeah, I think the intention starts with, with yourself and it's really important to have that to kind of um, get things going, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. I think it's, um, it sounds a little bit like it's because you understand what it feels like to have received support and this is why you want to pay it forward. Right. Yeah, because I feel like that happens to me as well. I have like great friends and family and I feel like I want others to feel this way as well. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes you can see that not everyone gets this and then it'll be nice to just make someone else's life a little bit better. Right. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about this um, idea of gratitude? I feel like I feel like you've always had it in some sense because you, you always feel, you always say that you're very thankful for your family and friends. You're thankful for the opportunities you yeah, have. Definitely. Do you yeah. feel like um, this feeling of gratitude has always been with you since you were young? Hmm. Um. I don't know when this this. The whole feeling of gratitude came, mm. to be honest. Uh, but it's definitely been a big, big part of my life, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I know a number of people will not agree with me for this. Like, you know, just being appreciative of everything. It's like, why, why, what for, you know? Like, just just do what you need to do. And like, if you do, do well, you just do well. Huh? But for me, I think this whole gratitude thing... It's also kind of like a 
yeah, you know, counting the steps, looking how far you've, you've come, more like a, you know, reality check kind of thing, uh, at, at the same time for yourself. Like, you know, because you're appreciative of this thing, it's like, you know, if you actually did not have that uh, before and now you actually have it and, and stuff like that, you know, you can, it's kind of like tracking your progress also, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's just one of the things. Now. But I think just also... Yeah, I, I don't know how else to express this uh, gratitude thing. Mm. But like, I just feel so happy. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> That's a great thing, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it sounds so like innocent or like, sounds sound so like, like, oh, I don't know anything about the world or something. But like, just, yeah. I, no, I think, I I think it makes sense, been, to be honest. Been, yeah. Just like, uh, like you said, at every point where you feel grateful about what you have at that point and then you you look back and you understand that I'm only here because people have helped me along the way yes yes and yeah. um, I think that's a great way to just take a pause in life and mm. think about things because yeah. we don't do that enough sometimes and then just mm, overlooking what we have at this point I guess and then always wanting more right looking forward what, what I don't have at this point but I think just looking backwards instead can help us learn a lot about ourselves. Yeah. Mm, and yeah. I think that also kind of may help those people who don't really know and who knows, may never even know what they actually find most fulfilling in life. Mm. I think I think there's a real great big group out there that may not be able to, to know what they actually truly want. And this this kind of self-reflection of the little things that you have kind of gotten mm. along the journey may actually just, you know, help help the person kind of go in the direction of um or have that kind of motivation and driving uh like force to to kind of continue to to be in search of the things they they might find most fulfilling doing. Yeah. Mm. Okay, um, and then just moving on to, I think, what would be the last part of our conversation, sure. that is like how the mu- music scene has progressed so far, in your opinion, in, in Singapore? Oh, yeah. oh, I I just feel so proud of, of my friends, <laughs> really, 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 like if this can be broadcasted to like all, all my music friends, but um, just so, so, so proud, like in the last few years, especially last year, I mean, like, how, how are you able to actually do anything? Like, mm. so much things have been halted. Uh, yeah, this... But, you know, Singapore has only been around for, like, a couple of tens of years compared to, say, UK, compared to China, compared to uh, US. Yeah. And so much things have kind of blossomed, yeah. Mm. I think not just in a particular... Uh, like style of music, say classical or anything, but even the 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 pop side, like you know, you're you're starting to get more international recognition with all the local yeah. artists that are coming on board and yeah. and doing their music and stuff. It is really cool, uh. yeah, mm. It's really really cool. Excuse me. Yeah, um, some examples like I don't know, you've got like Joanna Dong, you've got like uh. Charlie Lim, you've got like all, all this, yeah, even the Lion City boy, um, uh, 
know, Benjamin King. Yeah, I know that that whole that whole group. It's like, what? That's really cool. Like you're you're actually getting noticed on the world stage. Yeah, I'm really really so happy for them. Um, and the and my and my friends also they're actually playing for 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 these artists. So it's like, to be able to actually, yeah, be part of that music making process. Yeah, I'm just so happy. Like, mm. yeah. Um. Like you got other examples like um say in the choir scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got uh this guy Darius Lim who is a composer, conductor, educator, you know, uh, setting up voices of Singapore and like getting his music noticed around the world, like people are having like so many choirs singing your music, uh his music. Um and even like like, you know, international, like, choral composers not- noticing his choir for singing their works too, you know, it's... And then, like, reposting on Facebook, it's like, oh, like... It's of, a big thing. Of, yeah, if of all, like, everyone around the world, he chooses to, to share, you know, um, his choir's uh, performance. Mm. So it's like, wow, yeah, it's really, really cool. And classical too, you know, you've got so many of these like emerging uh and very, very accomplished um uh, pianists and ensembles. Um not just like the Singapore Symphony, the National the National Orchestra, you've got many others also. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess it's really progressed a lot and I'm really liking how it's been growing because at this rate it's really just gonna like like really just take off and I really just can't wait to see what's gonna come next for the industry and mm-hmm. what more uh, amazing amazing stuff is gonna be produced by this community I'm just so happy for all my friends and very very proud of them and just Happy to be a part of it too, lah. Yeah, mm. just kind of contributing to as much as possible to really just bringing this whole Singap- Singaporean scene up, yeah, mm. to the the global stage. What do you feel your your What do you feel could be your role in just helping the music scene in Singapore flourish? Like, how do you think you can help, other than just being a part of it? Do you feel like you want to educate like young kids about this? Or, yeah. yeah, definitely. I think this is has always been a part of the plan mm. in terms of my career. Like um although at the moment I find performing most fulfilling, mm. I do find teaching uh just as fulfilling or maybe if not more, like i uh, when it comes to the second half of my career, I feel. Um, after amassing all the experiences and stuff like that, um, because there there are certain times where I have the opportunity to like just share what I know or like teach I don't know the the little little kids on like things, and and then actually kind of getting an understanding what you actually told them, mm-hmm. and actually doing and actually kind of replicating it or understanding and internalizing it and actually doing it is also very fulfilling and I 
yeah, I managed to catch glimpses of what, of how teachers find it fulfilling when they actually groom all these uh, their students now. Yeah, mm. so definitely education is something that I would definitely head towards mm. uh, at the second or the later part of my career. Or maybe slowly, bit by bit, kind of like just uh, simulating, assimilating teaching to, to my career, yeah, mm. for sure. But at the same time, yeah, I would, whenever possible, just help to, on social media, uh, share the achievements of my friends. Mm. Um, yeah, like, like as I was saying, the, the whole uh, choir thing, the Voices of Singapore thing. Yeah. Um, like, if there's good music that some of the local artists that have come up with, like, uh, for example, Benjamin King just released the Fresh Feelings uh, not too long ago. Mm. Oh my god, that's just so good. Like, yeah, like, I'll just, you know, share it, lah. like, like, you know, ask people, you know, check this out, like, this is really good stuff, and, and one thing about that song was, like, um, the producer, uh, I don't know, I mean, uh, kind of actually got in an actual, like, singers, like, like, accomplished singers to actually uh, create this gospel choir sound, like, like the, the oh. backing vocals thing. So it's, I mean, we can have a listen to it later. It's, yes. really, it's really super awesome and it just gives you the chills when you hear it, like, um, and even more so when uh, the producer on his page posted a behind the, behind the scenes uh, a snippet of the recording of the, the vocals. Mm-hmm. You've got, like, Many of these like Singaporean uh, top-notch singers coming together to create that. Oh, this is like, <laughs> and this is one part of the song. Uh-huh. You know, this one layer of the song is like, oh gosh, it's so good. Yeah, so really happy lah. So when, whenever possible, I just like share like really like I think that's that's just the, the only way to really just help this community grow. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of An Open Invitation. We know that life can feel very lonely, and we hope that through these conversations, you will be able to find some comfort in knowing that many others feel the same way. Join us next week as we delve into the thoughts of someone new. You can find us on AOIPodSG on Instagram or Twitter. That is AOIPODSG. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts.